Hey everyone, how is everyone doing? I know we are still quarantining and it's very frustrating not being able to access outside. I know it's definitely um, taken a bit of a toll on me, but I will say I have a little bit of my mojo back. Thank you guys for listening. I really, really appreciate it as always. I'm beyond grateful. Um, this episode is probably going to be another one of those tough ones for me because I'm kind of using it as a therapy session because of the simple fact that I don't think I've really spoken in depth about the um, experiences that I had, you know, with no longer being friends with these individuals in particular. Um, but I know that I'm not the only one who has lost a friendship or a friendship has no longer worked for, you know, the time and place and where they were in life. And, you know, you feel as though maybe things were not, you weren't ready to get off that ride. <laughs> you tried your hardest to keep it going. And I think it's different when you have a relationship versus a friendship. And I don't think, you know, we can just disregard how valuable friendships are. I know that these individuals were very, very influential in my life while they were in my life. And although, you know, we are no longer um, friends or in touch, I miss them dearly and I love them dearly. And as much as, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm the type of person, like a hopeless romantic at times of like, why don't you just reach out to them and start it back up? And, you know, you never know. I think that the messaging, especially in our last um, experiences, really, really was the answer of like, there's a definitive, like this is the end, even though I wasn't ready for it to end. Um, but I think it's important that we give ourselves a little bit of time to deal with those feelings and process them. And I'm kind of doing it through this medium because I've been kind of holding back. And I mostly, honestly, and truly kind of just deflated the whole thing. Like I really tried to let it roll off of me, but you know, I think about them all the time and who knows, maybe one of them is listening to this and this is my heart goes out to you and I wish you very well. Um, they were two totally different friends in a sense, two of my former girlfriends, um, longtime friends at that at different parts of my life. Um, one of them, she was very much like me in the way of thinking, very driven, very positive, um, very outspoken, outgoing, um, fun. We traveled together, um, like a yin and yang kind of thing. And I really, really enjoyed that about her. I thought that she was, I really admired her to be more than honest with you guys. I truly, truly felt like she was embodied such a phenomenal woman throughout her experiences, throughout life, you know, and I, my heart goes out to her because she's just such a kind of an overlooked, I feel, person. I mean, she really is determined and is capable of anything. I mean, both of them are, but her in particular, she just really, really rubbed me in a way that helps me stay in check with my goals and my things that I had going on. And she was always open to doing different things and, you know, just traveling and going out and, you know, living your life and, you know, not letting anything stop you. And we came in each other's life, um, throughout high school. And then, um, we went to different high schools and, you know, we always kept in touch. We always made the effort. Then we fell out and we got back friends again. And this last cycle 
of us being friends as adults really hit me differently because, um, you know, as you're friends with someone, you still go your own through your own personal life stages and not all the time is it succinct with the other person. And, um, my view or my take on what, um, ended our friendship was a circumstance she was going through, a recurring circumstance that she was going through. And I had come onto this new way of thinking of, you know what? I'm okay with you going through what you're going through. It wasn't abuse of any sort, you know, so it wasn't that detrimental, but in a sense that, you know, things that she was hoping for wasn't necessarily going in her favor and she couldn't understand. And we shared that experience, you know, but I had come to terms with the fact that it was supposed to be that way as hurtful as that was to swallow and as confusing. And it still is to this day, I must admit, um, I recognized that I was supposed to be where I was and I wasn't going to fight the urge to be somewhere else with someone else doing something else. I was content. I learned to be content. I learned to come to terms. Um, she was in a place where she really wanted or was hopeful for something else and was kind of fighting the feeling and going back and forth. And I shared with her that I am grateful that she's in and where she is right now. I'm completely fine with it. I'm supportive of that. And she didn't agree with that. She didn't understand that. She didn't feel as though that was a thing that me as a friend should have said. And, you know, it definitely put us in a place where we no longer felt like we were on the same page. And for a lot of our friendship, it's always been, are we on the same page? Are we on the same page? And we had had moments in which, you know, we weren't or things were misconstrued. One thing I learned is like via text, it's a whole different tone, obviously, but it's important, especially not assuming when certain, you know, people that you love or care about are going through certain things, pick up the phone, you know, give them your honest, earnest, you know, be transparent with them about how you're feeling and what's going on. You know, don't allow the text messages especially when they're not just like, Hey, just checking on you. Want to see how you're doing. Um, and they're in a very vulnerable state. Give them that, give them that message, you know, via phone or in person, um, to be as transparent as possible. But you know, that, that experience ended our friendship and it was hard because I was so used to them and we, you know, did so many great things together and we were adults. It was different than when we were kids and, you know, life got away from us and we weren't in control of things, you know, to know that this had ended. And, you know, I didn't feel differently. I didn't stop. I still feel the same way. I still stand behind what I said, even if they don't agree with it. But that doesn't mean that the other parts of, you know, our friendship, I don't miss or I don't think about or I don't yearn for. I just recognize in order to have that whole person that I was, you know, friends with, I would have to accept that that's where they were at and maybe not say anything about it or maybe not be honest about it. But we had both been very clear to one another that we were always going to be transparent and honest with one another, even if we didn't like it. And, you know, I respected that and I respected, you know, where she was and what she did. And we had differences, but that doesn't mean that, you know, with her influence in my life, it gave me an outlet in ways that I didn't know I needed. 
because we both shared experiences about not being as close to our parents, um, you know, on the same page with relationships. There were so many similarities and synergies that we were just completely engrossed with one another. And I really, really enjoyed that about her. I really enjoyed her strength. And, you know, sometimes I drew from it in order to just carry on in my set, my, my goals and my things. And, you know, like I said, I think about her all the time, but after we had stopped communicating and we're no longer friends, that period was very hard for me because I had just entered a relationship and there was so much newness, so much chaos, so much different things. And I felt really alone. And I felt as though, you know, I couldn't think straight a lot of the times, not because things were so traumatic, but just because it's really good and it's very relaxing and releasing to be able to bounce off of people that you love, who know you, who see you, who get you. And I always think it's important as much as I am my own self, you know, having those positive people in your ear or those people who get you rooting for you around to continue to do so or to be along for the ride, it's so essential. It really does help further develop you as an adult, as a person in general. Um, And, you know, just having that void was very hard. Um, It still is hard because, you know, I think I share different sides of myself with multiple people and that's just how I am. But there are very few people I can be completely transparent with who completely get me. And that's not to say that there were parts of our friendship that were confusing, um, where we butted heads or didn't understand. I think that's a part of the relationship in general. But I think us having that friendship created a healing of other relationships that I had. And once that stopped, it reminded me that I had to regroup and do it again on my own or figure it out on my own. And since then, I haven't really found anyone that I can say that I'm close like that with or, you know, in that kind of, you know, world or is, you know, close enough to me in that world. So that's another thing too, of having that void of just not having someone as close and as intertwined um, on a friendship level. But, you know, God has been there for me, obviously, since day one, even though it's a little bit different, (laughs) a lot of it different. You know, I still appreciate the times that we shared and the things that we did. And I look back at photos and, you know, it, it definitely puts a smile on my face and I wonder about them and I care about them so much and I want them to win and I want all their goals to go through. And I know they will because they figure it out. (laughs) They always do. Um, but it was very hard for me. It was very challenging for me to kind of regroup. Um, the second friend, her and I were friends also in high school, which is also a very important time in, I think, a female's life um, in general. And we lost touch for a couple years. Um, we were very close in high school or, you know, close in high school. Then we lost touch for a couple years and then we regained tr- um, touch Um couple years ago and we just clicked like we were so it was just that was it like we just it just worked out like everything worked out you know um timing was just great it just worked out for us and you know I really really enjoyed the discipline she had just discipline up the wazoo like 
just very disciplined with what she wanted, how she wanted things. If she said she was going to do something, she was going to do it no matter what. Although she was very soft-spoken, she was a listener. So she knew everything. Um, And for me, she was my go-to because I could vent, I could, you know, go there and she could listen and she could point out the core issues or point out the core things and recognize things from afar. And for me, I love that about her, that she could just call me out on my shit and not offend me. She could call me out on my shit and make me realize things that maybe I didn't realize. Um, you know, she was just fun to be around. Um, she did really, really help me want more for myself. Um, especially in the educational aspect of a professional world, because she was on a pathway, you know, to be in the medical field, do her thing, no matter what, um, you know, we didn't always agree on how we did those things or the pace in which we did those things or the lifestyles we choose, we chose to live because there was a cultural difference. And, you know, I was fine with that. That didn't really bother me. Um, but I remember the experience that led us to no longer talk where I had encouraged her to engage with my, my tribe and my circle of friends and she didn't want to. And I kind of knew this already about her from before, that she's very selective. I mean, highly selective with the people that she engages herself with. And she didn't want she didn't want to. It wasn't that she just wanted to be with me. It was, she just didn't want to. She just didn't feel as though they were her tribe. And my intentions were, I want you to at least not just be so maybe isolated or introverted. I would really love for you to just, you know, get out of your cycle of your, your routine, you know, break it up. And they didn't like that. They felt, she felt that I was forceful and I was assuming as though that she didn't want to be in that environment. And there could have been a part of that as well. And I apologize and tried to acknowledge that my intentions were never to, you know, push them over the edge or make them feel, you know, as though the environment that they chose to be around wasn't sufficient for them and their circumstance. But at that point it was too late. They had kind of just felt that maybe this friendship was not in the space or in the world or environment in general in which she wanted to be in. And it broke my heart and I just wasn't, I didn't think that that would be it. And I think with both of them, I never thought, you know, where we were or what happened was, would be the fallout. I honestly did not think that was going to be the fallout, but here we are, um, you know, not having her around definitely resulted in me being a lot more, um, vulnerable, I feel, because she was so accessible, so predictable in a sense. Like I knew when she wasn't busy. I knew when she was busy. I knew when I had access to her and I'm not a needy person. I'm definitely not a person who's like, Oh my God, my friend is here, but it's nice to know you have a friend who gets you that you don't have to explain the backstory. Feels good. So I really wanted to take advantage of that. And you know, it, it happens. Life happens. There's not, there's really much, not much you can do about it. Here I am talking to myself and just, you know, patching myself over. But in all honesty, 
sorry for the dog noises if y'all can hear that, but um, you know, there's no new quarantine recording life is is something different. Um but I still am dealing with that years later. Um I think it's been this happened like 2017. 2017? I wanna say 2017 maybe, yeah. Um or 2018, I can't remember. No, 2018. 2018? Yeah, I think 2018. I think. Um, no, no, 2017. I can't remember. Anyways, um, this all happened, if I'm not mistaken, um, back to back. And that was like a big whammy. And that's a, that's something that I still deal with and something that I still um, struggle with. Because again, I still have not found or I have not had a relationship that has replaced or has come close to that. And I still have a best friend that I've known since 2000 for what, 20 years now. Um, and I love her to death, but our relationship is, you know, withstanded the years of time and kids and life and boyfriends and distance and everything. And that's just a different type of relationship. Um, but these girls that I'm referring to were there for me, you know, in a, in a way that other people weren't. And, you know, it's hard to get around that. It's hard to just say, okay, I'll figure it out. And I have, but not in the way that I would have liked to. And I wish them both the utmost, most best. But when you lose a relationship like that or relationships that close to you, it definitely changes things. And that's something that I think I've been trying to be more mindful of, of just how can I not a let not allow those circumstances to be, you know, a sad story, just write it off of a learning experience of how can I be a better friend? How can I be more enduring? How can I be more um, malleable, you know, to them and their circumstance? And not to say that I did everything wrong and that it was all my fault and whatever, but I think it's a great time to reflect. And I haven't done that. I've kind of just said like, oh, they're out of sight, out of mind in the sense that what is there to talk about? You know, it's not like a relationship. So now that I'm even putting this out here and sharing this with you guys, I think I will do, you know, a better job or um, just more, have more of an effort to um, reflect on these things and reevaluate my friendships and and become a better friend and become a better person because of it. Because we share memories, we share lives, um, we share experiences together. And I know that's never going to be taken away. I know they know who I am and I know they know who I who they are and that'll never change. Um, but I think there's something to be learned from that experience. And um, I'm definitely doing my best to, I don't know, I'm doing my best to not beat myself up about it because from my point of view, I was wrong in both of those instances. I, you know, overstepped boundaries or I completely went left when they were going right. And I should have known better. I should have known the signs and, you know, I know everything happens for a reason. I don't feel like, you know, there's unfinished business in the sense that, you know, 
I don't know, like revisiting it, there was a chance. I feel like, you know, life has taken its course for a reason. And that's not to say that I didn't, you know, still reach out or try to make an effort or, you know, keep the cool or keep the, you know, keep the promises that I made, whether it be a birthday had that passed, you know, right after, you know, they, 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 you know, me and her stopped talking or, you know, a life moment that I acknowledged, you know, I still have their numbers. <laughs> um, we're no longer like friends on social media or anything like that, because I feel like I still feel hurt obviously about it, but I don't want to feel that I don't want to be reminded of the awkwardness <laughs> to be honest with you guys. Um, but I do think that in, in time it's made me a better person and it's made me, um, try to be more observant and, um, more of a listener and more of a, you know, respecting others' boundaries and, you know, learning with them and stuff like that. But I just say all of this stuff to say that, you know, for those of you who've ever gone through a loss of a friendship, whether it be because of just a falling out or maybe even a death, um, where you feel this mourning sense of like, I wish this person was still around in my life because there's so many different things that have gone on or there's so many things I would love to share. I would love for them to know. It's okay to feel that way. It's okay to feel as though, you know, you're missing something or someone. Um, and it's also okay for things to not carry on. And in those same, in that same breath, those friendships that you've kept for so long and you don't know why, and you don't know where it's going or what's the point of them even being there in the first place, it's okay to let them go. It's okay to say, you know what? We've made it this far. Yes, times of service or years of friendship matter, but the quality matters more. Um, You know, I have friends that I met that I feel so much more closer to friends that I've known longer. You know, it's really the quality. Do you feel as though this person genuinely cares about you, genuinely has a connection that you guys share good energy, um, good experiences. Every time you're with them, you feel like yourself. You're not explaining yourself. You're not defending yourself. You know, they understand you. They allow you to be you. You know, I think it's important for us to recognize and highlight ourselves in the best way possible through our friendships. And that's something I definitely, definitely value so much more than to, you know, be fake and they get me and they know that I would never like force myself upon them and, you know, try to reach out and try to revisit something. It, the ball is in their court in the sense that I'm completely malleable and interested in working on something. But, you know, if it's not meant to be, I'm completely fine with that too. I'm not mad at that as well too. Um, you know, it just, it is, it's at the place where it's supposed to be. And I don't question it. I don't, I don't ask for them to come back into my life for the simple fact that I believe that the ending was purposeful because I made my peace with it, but that doesn't mean that I agreed with the outcome. So, you know, here we are, here we are. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. That definitely felt good. I definitely got a little emotional. But, you know, when I create a relationship with someone, a friendship, I mean it. I really, really do. If I let you into my home, my life, my my circle, my mind, 
you know, my heart, I really, really mean it. And, you know, I've had friends who didn't do me right and I had to end the relationship. But in this case, this is where, you know, it's hardest, I feel, because you're left to carry on and knowing that you want to call them or knowing that you want to remind them or text them or whatever, and you can't because that's not their role in your life anymore. They're, they have no role in your life anymore. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm, I'm a big advocate for healing. So, you know, let's heal together. Let's, let's do that. Let's finally let that bubble up and boil over if necessary and we heal. Let's move on. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And, you know, my Instagram is still there. The logo has changed. Um, I went with something that's a little bit more cleaner and I'm very, very proud of it. Um, So you guys check that out. I'm pretty sure you guys should be able to see it now on all my platforms. And hopefully next time you hear from me or the next episode, you'll be able to um, hear some information or hear from my next guest. Um, Looking forward to, you know, recording another one of these very, very soon. Thank you guys again for listening. I appreciate it. Until my next one.